Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Doak. Uh, today, I have Nate Short with Windermere. Uh, I'm excited to introduce Nate. Nate's got a, a lot of background in real estate uh, as both an agent, broker, investor. Uh, he also has a really, really good training program that he's developed and pushed out to brokers and agents uh, that are looking to grow their business and run their business like a business. So with that, I want to introduce Nate. Uh, Nate, talk a little bit about your background and yourself, and then we'll launch into this topic. Thanks, Eric. Uh, sure. My uh, experience in real estate, I've been a realtor for nearly 20 years. Started originally doing a little bit of commercial with Broderick Group in Bellevue, and then uh, got into residential after 9-11, and been through a couple cycles now. Uh, I mostly focus on luxury properties now or high, some of the higher end properties. I also do investments. Obviously people that want to, you know, invest in real estate in 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 the single family homes mostly. Um and I also am running a training company, a coaching and training company called Run Your Business Like a Business, like you mentioned, which is I think we're right now we're the fastest growing real estate training company in the country. Um we're delivering great training and, and coaching online through platforms like Kajabi and uh, also uh, through Microsoft Teams. So really exciting. Exciting to be here. Thanks for having me. And, and what's what's the URL for that if somebody wanted to go take a look at that? And by the way, I, I've taken one of Nate's classes. Definitely highly recommend them. Um, one that I've taken, uh, I really enjoyed um, and I thought it was extremely valuable. Uh, what would be the URL for them to go to to check out those uh, classes? Yeah, I call it Rib Lab, um, but some people say Ribe Lab, but it's R-Y-B, as in boy, L-A-B, dot com, and it's an acronym for Run Your Business Like a Business. So, easy to get to. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, as we look at uh, our topic today, which is you know buying and owning real estate, uh, especially the first-time buyers, and residential does seem to be the point for many investors as well as many experienced investors is either it's a single family home or a duplex or fourplex uh, seems to be the most common uh, purchase. What When you think of an investment like that or you have a client that's coming to you for the first might just be getting into being an investor, what's the top advice you give or the top uh, few steps they should consider? Yeah, the first thing we do is just sit down and really educate them on what the process is and uh, how much they're going to need to, you know, put down. We, we look at what their needs are, what they're trying to accomplish with their real estate goals and objectives, and, uh, and really understand where it is that they want to potentially invest their money. And we really look at five, you know, as we're educating them, we're looking at five main components, um, talking to them about cash flow, talking to them about the idea of leverage, and debt reduction, uh, tax savings, of course, and appreciation. And so we're walking them through each of those five components and, and talking to them about um, how that affects their overall returns. And we're also talking to them about what's happening in the overall market, uh, pricing-wise, but also inventory-wise, what we see as the projections. Um, and we talk about advantages and disadvantages of other areas. We talk about what's going on in the job market and the local economy. So talking about a lot of those, and, and I'm mostly focused just in the Seattle area. So, But if I were investing anywhere, um, I would be looking at these same five components of the, 
that I just mentioned. Is there any one area that you find new to the business or new to investing where they kind of uh, overshoot? They don't quite know exactly what to look for, and they might not go down the right path. I, mean, I guess kind of what you see like the top three mistakes that you see these early investors making. Yeah, um, and that's part of the education process too. Is not only do we talk about these five, you know, reasons or or pillars of of investment, but we're also talking about the condition of these homes and and the potential downfalls of, um, like, let's say you're going to invest in a foreclosure. You know, what are the downsides of that? If you're going to be having to put a lot of money in to fix it up and rehab it, if it's a, if it's a flip, for example, all of those things were taking our experience and and lending it to the the person the investor and and trying to help educate them on all of the different risks that are out there so that they have a really complete picture so the downfalls that I see mostly are where people underestimate uh either how much they're going to have to put into the home to get it ready and then what that ultimate value of the mark of the market value of that house is going to be uh and also just um looking at and understanding you know, winds can change in real estate, obviously, with this whole COVID situation. How does that affect things potentially? And obviously, there, there, the COVID thing is really hard to predict. But as we, that's why we look at inventory a lot and the supply uh, to, to really say, you know, do we feel like we have a, a lower risk that the home is going to appreciate at a certain rate uh, or be a good investment? And also, what, what the rent, the, uh, how solid the rental rates are going to be too in that area, particular area. So. There's a lot of moving parts, that's for sure. And, and what is what is your feeling towards you? Um, I know, uh, you know, I, I'm i not a big user where I'm just looking for deals that hit a certain amount of return. It's more an opportunity to the point that meets my criteria for my cash-on-cash cash return. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mention and talk much about kind of the yield and what people's expectations are? Oh, absolutely. We have a whole spreadsheet that we basically use to plug in, you know, what what's the uh, price, what's the down payment going to be, uh, what are the closing costs, and what's the interest rate that you're going to be looking at as you leverage into that uh, investment, and then any appreciation assumptions that we're going to make. Uh, we also take into consideration like, like potential inflation rates, which may be becoming more important now. <laughs> With, uh, with our current situation. Um, and then we take into account any, you know, taxes and, and insurance and HOA fees or all of that. We dump all of that into our investment calculators and we uh, compare that to what the rents are. And then it basically just spits out our projected returns, our total returns on investment. So we can give you a really accurate view, fairly accurate, um, of what your cash flow is going to be like, what your principal uh, reduction is going to be on the loan as you pay it down. And then making assumptions on appreciation, when we add all of those things up, we're able to give you a pretty good picture of what your total returns can be. And, and, and returns in today's markets, I mean, what, what are you hearing from investors when they first, like first time investors uh, when they're coming to you? What's kind of their goal think, and what they think yeah. you're going to get? Well, I think the hard part is. When they look at it because of the prices have gone up so significantly since, say, 2012, and we're, you know, we're probably, I don't know if we're at the top of a market necessarily, but we're certainly 
you know, not at the bottom or middle part of a, of an appreciating market, right? So most cases, the cash flow is not there to, to make it cash flow. Um, typically, we're, you know, you'd be, you'd be fortunate to find something that was cash flow neutral, I think, in today's market. And that's the hardest part for an, 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 an investor to say, well, gosh, you know, I might have to put a couple hundred extra dollars in, even though I'm going to put a 25% down, I might have to put a little, even a little bit extra money in from a cash flow standpoint. But what I'm really betting on is, you know, I'm getting the, the debt reduction as I pay down the loan. I'm getting really strong rents, and I'm also getting, you know, you're making an assumption off the appreciation because that's really the biggest part that really affects your overall return. And that's where people, that's why real estate can be such an awesome investment, but it can also be, you know, rough if the market doesn't, doesn't do well. So right. the one thing I do know, though, is that, you know, is even though, even if you do have a market that goes down, for example, from 2008 to 2011, where the market went down in Seattle about 30%, you know, if you were able to keep the house, up until about 2014, it was already back to where it was at, at the height in 2007. So it took about a seven-year cycle. So for investors, it's really looking at, is this a short-term flip? Is it how long are you potentially going to hold it for? Or is it a long-term investment? And um, I think that's true with any kind of investment, stocks or, you know, as you're looking at your portfolio. But I think you have to take that same approach when it comes to real estate and look at um, what's your time horizon and uh, and make you know just just run those numbers for you for an investor. Like with Gary Keller in his book, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor, which I always recommend to anybody who's thinking about getting into real estate investing. It was kind of my first entry into the, the market 20 years ago when I was reading his book, and he talks about your CTN, your criteria, your terms, and your network. So you first yeah. have to identify that criteria, what you like, what type of app you like. And then it comes mm-hmm. down to the terms. Now, what are my expectations? And I think yeah. when you define those two, then it makes it easier to go shopping for the right opportunity. Because the last piece, which is network, which is just networking your butt off to find the right deal. Um, yeah. That this is what you want to do. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a great thing. He's such a smart guy. I mean, he's written so much on that subject. And um, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and, and I think the we, I know I want to take advantage of having you on this podcast because I know that you do uh, a fair amount of coaching and you do a really good job of helping those in the industry uh, look to grow their business. How do you approach them uh, investing in real estate? Do you talk to them about as you're building your personal portfolio, you're setting money aside because you know we're in the financial service business, so our goal is to help someone build a full balanced um, investment plan which includes real estate and equities and bonds and have some cash aside for reserve and things like that. Where does yep. real estate fit in that coaching when you're helping those um, those individuals that are getting started into uh, their business? Yeah, the, the first thing that we we focus on, well, let me just say, you know, we've done over 2,000 surveys with the agents that we've taught now. And at the beginning of every seminar that I do, we're, we're – asking them a series of questions. And one of the things that we first start out with is their home budget. And we know that only about 23, 24% of the agents actually have a home budget. And so that's the first thing we address is like what's going on, you know, locally, you know, with their, with their home budget. And then we get into their business expenses and we, um, 
start to talk to them about how to structure bank accounts but and, and how to think about their finances, the, one of the things that we first teach them is how to build that survival account, like what you're talking about with cash reserves and liquid money. And then after that, after they've done the blocking and tackling to cover those numbers, um, to be able to save and, and invest in things like, you know, you know, say it's your, your IRA or your 401k to fund those things. And then in addition to that, look for real estate investments because as real estate agents, you know, we do know the market and we don't know stocks as well. So, uh, you know, when we can teach them to take some of those monies and steer them into real estate, it makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense to, so that's the, basically the process. We teach them about the home budgeting. We talk to them about structuring their business, uh, and home and home checking accounts and things like that. And then building that survival account. So I think it's the same thing you guys are doing. I mean, I'm a client of, of yours, so I think it's great. And the funny thing is, is though, you know, a lot of people, they know this, but they actually don't practice it. And that's why they need great advisors to help them with it. Yeah, I think the, the practice side of it, 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 it's like anything, right? Like losing weight. You know, if you eat less and get out and go for a walk, you'll lose some weight. Um, yeah. It's kind, of that, it's kind of that same thing of, hey, save money. Um, it's, it's always easier said than done because something fancy comes along. That was kind of the conversation we had the other day. Um, is uh, you know, talking with Nick was about that same thing was taking half of the proceeds and saying, look, I've got to stock away 30 or 50% of everything I make, every deal, every transaction I make, I know I'm putting 30 50% away for either my investment or my rainy day fund. Then I got to yeah. figure out how much I need for my household and how much I'm going to grow my business and work on my business and myself, how much I allocate for that. He, I mean, he did a really nice layout of every single deal I do, I put that mindset to every fee I receive. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's a good way of looking at it. I really, I really, I really like that. Um, yeah. And then investing in real estate, one of the things I've talked to a lot of people about is real estate is a good investment, just part of your investment. You don't want to just 100% go into real estate, but you know, all, all the time. You could be in real estate to get started build up mm-hmm. some equity, build up some worth, and then maybe you sell a few pieces and then put those funds into something that's more equity-driven uh, in the market or things like that. So you kind of kind of build that balance out um, along the way, and especially if you're in professions like we've been in, which is sporadic income, right? There is no yeah. Um And get that big check, it doesn't, you know, the new Austin market, you know, it's, uh, it's the uh, – right. The idea is that you focus on money away. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's great input. Um, one, one, one of the things I love oh, about ahead. real estate, um, one of the things I love about real estate investing is as you can, you know, when you make those initial investments and you hold them for a period of time, you know, they they will have equity built in. And I love the flexibility that gives you because you can then do lines of credit, which can help with all different, you know, cash flow situations or maybe going into other investments. And then you can do 1031 exchanges out of them into bigger investments. And so it gives you a flexibility and a control. And as like real estate professionals for us, you know, we're in that business all the time. So like you said, we're seeing those deals that come up and the opportunities and why not take advantage of them? Because, um, you know, other people will too. So, I mean, teaching our clients, but also doing it ourselves, I think, is super important. Yeah, and and, and just 
And the, the fact that that's what we're doing, we're, we're help finding these opportunities. So you're going to find one that is for you. Um, and then find an opportunity. Whether you do it on your own or uh, what I do is a lot of applications, bringing in partners mm-hmm. and, I, and I buy it to get started. Um, yep. so indications is, is a good way to get the, the investing. And when I first started out doing that, I wanted to partner with the new real better than me. So, yeah. you know, the heavy lifting about it. Yeah. And then as I got experience, I was able to do my own. Um, so first time, I recommend always have a partner, somebody who, so you can actually, uh, hopefully do it, uh, a little better than you would if you're on your own. Yeah, I think that's and I that that is probably the biggest challenge for people for agents. They always think, oh, I, I don't have enough to put down on my own to invest. But if they can get partnerships, if they can do syndications, then you know that's how to, that's a great way to get into it and keep and and, yeah. and build on that. In fact, it's really yeah. unless you just are born with a lot of money and you you know you just have enough to put down on all these properties. That's really the way that to do it, and what a great thing. What a great gift for them yeah. to be able to do and, that. And you're bringing something to the table. As a as a real estate professional, you're bringing expertise to the table of a market, of an asset class, whatever it might be. So people are willing to support you and partners because you're bringing a piece of the puzzle. It's a little harder mm-hmm. if you're not in the industry. Um, so you have to bring yeah. something else to the table, whether it's financing expertise or property management expertise or you know something else. That's- yeah. I think one of the biggest things that we bring – is just that knowledge of the market, but also the knowledge of condition, because you can spend so much, you know, money if you don't, you know, you underestimate, I don't know, something that that potentially could go wrong or that an expense that you're going to have down the road that can kind of derail your return. So um, I think on the residential side, at least, that's what we try to protect our clients from. Yeah, and also when you're at a cocktail party and so about what I made on a real estate flip, just kind of path. You know, that's the uh, the other thing I learned early on is there's a lot of uh, big hat, no cattle uh, people in the industry as well uh, when it comes to buying real estate. Um, yeah. You definitely want to make sure that you're, you're doing your story and being you and not somebody else's uh, story and, and what they've done to be the same outcome that you're going to get. So uh, it's definitely – Changes. Um, yeah, for, for uh, sure. Yeah, and, and so maybe I mean, first off, I want to thank you for participating and being a part of my podcast and uh, some insights to uh, first-time investors, especially around the coaching with uh, those in the industry, because I know you got a lot of experience there, and, and thankfully you created the site to help do that. Um, any parting words before uh, journey? Gosh, I mean, I would just say. Uh, you know, real estate is such an amazing industry. It such, has such opportunity for people. And it's just gaining, continuing to gain knowledge and reach out to, to people, resources like you and, and people that are in the industries to, uh, to really learn, learn as much as you can about investing because, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, to skin a cat and real estate is a, definitely a great avenue to do that if you are wanting to build wealth for yourself build financial freedom so yeah and, and say. get a team yeah definitely get, get a, a team, team. Yeah. uh just like nate said i mean if you have a team you know pick an attorney pick an accountant uh pick a financial advisor uh pick a real estate professional if you're not in the industry or if you're in the industry get a committee get a few people that you uh 
that you can mentor, be a part of their mentorship. Um, but the, 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 it's a lot of work. It's not easy. And then when I got into the business, I was told by my mentor, it's going to take you 10 years before you really make any money doing it. And mm-hmm. that was about what it took. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so it's, it's not something that you're just going to turn it on and say, Oh, now I'm doing this. It's, it takes time to, to kind of build it out. Um, and they, and Nate, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and just learn more about what you're doing and, uh, and the services that you offer, how could they do that? Absolutely. Um, easy. Nate at NateShort.com. It's my email. And uh, my phone number is 425-891-5842. So I'd be happy to take any calls from any of the listeners out there that are interested in, in um, particularly residential real estate investments in the, in the Seattle area. Perfect. All right. Well, Nate, thank you very much. Um, and for those of you listening, have a great day, and I look forward to bringing you another podcast. Take care.